Hey guys, this is Mookie from Even More About Nothing, and we just want to share a quick word from our sponsors. Jouet.co is an awesome website that sells fashionable, comfortable gaming clothing for nerds, geeks, and everyone into that kind of stuff. If you want to check out their awesome clothes from brands like FIFA, Final Fantasy, Dragon Ball Z, and Pokemon Go, check out the website Jouet.co. That's J-O-U-E dot C-O. What's up, guys? In the words of Chance the Rapper, and we back. And we back. And we back. And we back. As we all start to sing, like, man, Chance, you should have signed us to sing on at the Grammy stage. Back. I mean, we not the best, but we all black, so that counts for something, right? Back. Anyways, uh, welcome to Even More About Nothing. I am co-host Mateo. You already know who it is. My other co-host to my left. What's up, everybody? This is Timmy Tunga. This is now mine and Mateo's show. That's right. We the new Ryan Seacrest up top. Uh, yeah. Catch me on social media. Um, you already know Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, all that fun stuff. So yeah. And to my left, the people who actually started the show. What's going on, everybody? <laughs> my name is Mookie. Listen, all I just want to say is you can start something, but that doesn't mean you own the rights to it. Just look at Veggie Tales. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> We are just going to slide. We're just going to slide right past those DMs. What's going on, everybody? My name is Mookie, honorable host of this show. Fiki has joined us. We honor. Yep. We are pleased and honored. The honorable Reverend Phil has joined us once again. It's good to be here. Cool. Uh, got a lot. We got a lot going on this week, man. Yes. We got a packed podcast this so week. At first, it started to feel dry. Yeah. Then we did a little. Yeah. Bit this of week, this week felt a little. Ugh. Man, we got our we got our juices flowing now. We got some laughs out already. So to be exact, I was about to say to be exact, we got the pineapple fat the flowing by the <laughs> you by right. the gallon. You got right, rivers by the of honey, bro. I want rivers of pineapple fancy. Oh hell! Hey, yo, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's like hey yo, Jesus catches the fan of river. How about that? <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Jesus happened on top of Tio's and. What an empanada nation. Oh, <laughs> oh my no. goodness. All right. Uh, All right. So uh, we're about to hop into a new segment that we're going to do. Oh, my God. Uh, real quick. So we got another meme. It's on SpongeBob with the rainbow. What an imagination. <laughs> oh, Follow me on Twitter and you get what we're talking about. I'm retweeting. <laughs> Anyways, we're about to hop into a new segment. We're going to start doing week in review. So we're just going to talk about uh, uh, stuff that we've experienced this week. We'll try to keep it to a minimum because we do have a pack show that we're going to be talking about facts, today. Facts, facts. Uh, so, Mookie, you want to go ahead and kick us off? Nah, man. Let the Rev kick it off. Rev. Right, Rev. So I started watching Clan Ad this week. Um, it's an anime based off of a visual novel, um, Slice of Life, mm, the genre. Okay. So, no real plot or end to it at this point. A um, lot of cute characters, a lot of characters with like weird little quirks. All uh, right, cool. Anything else? Um, caught up with Dark No Super this week. Nice. Yes, yes. We'll be talking about that a little, little bit later. Yeah. And then saw the new episode yesterday. Yes. Cool. Rafika, what you been getting into? Um, it's been a, a slightly interesting week. Um, 
I started kind of getting into the pop figures a little bit, a little bit more, trying to. <laughs> what? Look, it's not as bad as some people I've met. So, but you know, comparatively, it's I'm, a minute, but in our case. Yeah, I'll be perfectly honest. It's, it's still not as bad as when I fell off a cliff with <laughs> Disney Infinity. And then, uh, games. You realize we still have some sitting in this house? They aren't going anywhere. Disney, I remember <laughs> when Disney Infinity came out and I played 3.0 and I bought all the 3.0 figures within a month. And then GameStop decided to have this terrible idea to have a sale buy two, get three free. I remember I went to three Girl, different GameStops. Big old bag. $20. I came back with 60 figures. <laughs> I went to three different GameStops. Oh, man, that was bad. I man, it got to the point where I was literally, so I was at Target. I was just, like, shopping for me. doing. I needed to get some stuff for school. And all of a sudden, I was just, like, I saw they had a sale rack. And it was, like, the $10, $10 a below sale rack or whatever. And so then I was, like, you know what? I'm going to buy this for Caleb because he needs it. And I ended up buying these containers that they could put his figures in instead of leaving them all over the freaking place because yeah. I was about to really pump one of those things back in the backyard. Yeah, it was, it was bad. It was bad. So at least it's not that bad. Yeah. Um, and RIP Disney Infinity. It was good while it lasted. And then Disney just x named to x name. Um, but yeah, moving on. What's, what's going on in your life, Matt? What you been doing? Oh, we just going. Oh, okay. Sorry. You were done? No, I literally said ex- pop figures. And then we just kind of like... You just kind of boot my segment out. like We just figured your life wasn't that interesting. But no, I apologize. Go ahead. You can leave. I'm happy giving them the show now at this point. I, I'm on this side of the table. I can't go nowhere. <laughs> Steph. Oh, well, you don't use Steph. Hey, <laughs> I got bad kneecaps. And <laughs> I got two bad kneecaps and a bad back. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Um, so I had done that. Uh, caught up on uh, also on Dragon Ball Super um, just trying to get ready for NagaCon really just kind of mentally preparing dang schedule out yeah we're know. still hunt, waiting for the schedule I don't understand like what's going I'm slightly worried this year cause like yeah. like it doesn't seem as organized and I know a couple people from the I don't want to say this like officially but I heard I have heard that like some of the senior organizations have changed. Like, the senior organizers have changed okay. from the last few years. Because it doesn't seem as organized, or they're trying to keep things as a surprise. If they were keeping it as a surprise, it'd be and that's a little different. different. But, like, to not even have a schedule... like and We're two weeks out. Last time, we had the schedule printed, <laughs> month, color-coordinated... Blocked well, out. I mean, we we, we color coordinated. Yeah, ourselves. we had yeah. nap times booked in. We <laughs> legit, like, dude, this is serious. Yeah, so scheduled our eating times because look, people forget to eat at cons. Oh yeah. yeah. So uh, hopefully the event goes off without a hitch. Yeah. But, yeah. Um. Uh, so yeah, we're we're all waiting for that eagerly, but we're just kind of gearing up, getting ready, mentally preparing ourselves for this monstrosity of a weekend, one of the better weekends of the year usually, at this point. Yeah. So, um, yeah, simple. Relatively simple, so. What about you, Mookie? Um, my week's been pretty mundane. Nothing but, you know, quantitative statistics homework. Uh, and uh, reading about the lateral geniculate in my cognitive neuroscience class. I don't know anything I just said, but, you know, that's what happened. Um, other than that, <laughs> a lot of... I've been... Um, I didn't realize I would have been inundated with so much Mass Effect news. I'm kind of upset at myself because I was I planned on going media blackout, but I just keep finding myself falling down this rabbit hole seeking more information 
Uh, also, like they've been doing this thing to keep you engaged in the community called um, Mass Effect briefings. And if you stay up to the briefings, you get an exclusive armor. So I was I watched the briefings videos. We're gonna talk about that later in the show. So Mass Effect. Still playing Neo because that game has just swallowed my it, life. It's nice. Um, it's nice. So, yeah, we're going to talk more <laughs> about Mass Effect later in the show. Neo, Mass Effect, and, you know, real life stuff. Uh, the eBay hustle has been nice for your boy. So, I've been uh, I've been eBay hustling on the side a little bit. So, it's been it's been fun. Fun little week. Did a little couple things. Got some, I got me some Nike shoes again. I'm kind of falling back into the, the rabbit hole of sneaker collecting. I got the Jordan 8 alternate and i got the nike reese sbs but i failed on getting the yeezys so just gonna just just gonna just collect my collective l for that one all right what about you tv man it's been a long long week it's school true that that's all i had to say it's just school yep i've been doing that i've been trying to hop on and make some beats you know trying to Put out some stuff. But yeah, you were messing around on synthesizer last night. Yeah, time. dude, I was try- I was trying to have some fun, so I've been trying to do that. Uh, also, gearing up for NotCon, like uh, Rafiki said earlier. Uh, just trying to gather up what I can. Like, I want to know what's happening, when it's happening, but like, we're not getting any answers. NotCons are posting all this stuff. Like, hey, this is gonna be here. Don't forget about cosplay. Here's cosplay rules, but like, you yeah. still have like a schedule. Even if it was like an overview saying. These people will be here on this date, not necessarily times, yeah. but I just kind of want to know what's there, what's to offer. Um, but I'm slightly upset <clears throat> because I feel like I'm going to miss the big Funimation panel. Because uh, they normally do that on Saturday. Yeah, because they, they normally do that on Saturday. And as we say, Funimation collabed with Crunchyroll since <clears throat> the last one, so we're expecting them to have an even bigger presence there this year. Yeah. And because um, that was actually a really good panel. Yeah. So really this, uh, I I've been DJing on the side a little bit, and I've got a gig Saturday night, so that's where I'll be. Um, so my gig ends, and I'll come back in time for the rave. But I'll miss, of course, all the evening events. But yeah, kind of sad about that. I wish not kind of would get on their stuff. But finish off your week in review, Matt. <clears throat> um, it's a pretty hectic week. Just like a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, you're out and active. You want to talk about the new food spot you discovered in KC? Oh, I don't. Well, it's not new. I mean, it's new to me. Exactly. I mean, anyway, nice anything stuff. new to you is new to me. So, <laughs> I don't do nothing. Anyway, so. Um, we know. So, yesterday, uh, I went out filming with a friend of mine and went to go see some cool spots. First of all, uh, started a new vlog-esque series. Follow me on YouTube. It's just Matthew Ogutu, O-G-U-T-U. Two T's in the first name. Uh, but we, afterwards, he's like, hey, have you ever been to Town Topic Burgers? And I was like, dude, no. Where is this? There's two locations in Kansas City. There's one on 20th and Main, and the other one's like 20th and Baltimore? Yes. Or something like that? They're well, both Crossroads districts. Yeah. Well, the thing is, one of them's 24 hours, the other isn't. We, the one on 20th and Main is 24 hours. Great diner food. They have pie. So, like, chocolate pie, strawberry, chocolate peanut butter. 20th and Main or 20, uh, 20th, 20th and Main? Uh, well, I'm Broadway. sure, I think they both have, uh, like, the thought, same okay. I, well, the, the bro- same menu, but the 20th and Main is 24 hours. That's the only difference. Broadway. Okay, never mind. Yeah. They, they can look it up, but I'm... Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's 20th in Maine. 
Either anyways, <laughs> anyway, it's twentieth and somewhere near. It's no, 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 both it of them are crossroads. One of them is twenty four. Actually, you're right. It, it is Broadway. It's twenty twenty one Broadway. <laughs> I remember the address. Anyway, so yeah, that was really cool. Uh, got to go to the Trap Castle, as it's been dubbed. Yep, yep. Uh, if you know what that is, kudos to you. <laughs> but it was pretty cool. But the only thing that sucked was uh, going across and checking out. Uh, there's a park and there's like doors where you can walk into another part of what would have been the castle or the asylum, whatever it was. And it's all pretty much almost dilapidated. Everything's broken down. There's junk everywhere. And so I walked in. It was still like mid-afternoon as I'm walking in. Straight up looked like the beginning of any Resident Evil scene. And I was just like, nope. It's like, dude. We, we gotta go. We nope. know how this starts. I know how it ends. This nope. is not happening. Not today, Satan. Not today, Satan. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that's been my week. It's been pretty chill. A lot of stuff going on. Working on some stuff, but hit me up on YouTube. See what I'm up to. Uh, Real quick, guys. Let me slide this in. I know Goddard might be interested in this. Uh, I don't know when they posted this, but at NakaCon on the 11th, so Saturday at 11 a.m., they're doing live music from Final Fantasy. Yeah, I did see that. A co- yeah. uh, concert. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did see that uh, So this will kind two of weeks ago. fire because I don't know if you guys know, but later uh, this summer, Rafiki and I and another friend of ours, we will be going to L.A. and watching live music from Kingdom Hearts. Like the orchestra. We got VIP Dude, both tickets. Both orchestras because it's uh, yeah, Tokyo Philharmonic and, and uh, London. Uh, yeah, London Philharmonic. Two so, world-renowned orchestras. Yeah, so we'll be going to L.A. for a couple days. And we got VIP passes so you get to meet... Uh, Yokoshima. Yeah, and the creative Kingdom Hearts. So pretty stoked about that. So. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, we can review. Now let's get into some topics. Cool. Uh, Mookie, you want to go ahead and kick us off talking about some Mass Effect stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so a bunch of industry <laughs> coming to you live from the underground. I'm, I'm sorry, you said that. All I thought was uh, Lil Uzi Vert. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. How many times say yeah? I don't know. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't you dare bring that meme into this podcast. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, a bunch of industry insiders got to go play Mass Effect, and they put out their opinions on it um it's ranging from i don't know to oh my goodness this is really good to this isn't mass effect and that's a good thing um so far it's all positive everyone's been like okay there are a couple things that are jankety but this is like preview um the reason why it's so interesting is like almost immediately after all the podcasts and episodes and youtube blogs came out um it's ea official well ea on bioware's account officially announced that Mass Effect has gone gold. In the game industry, what that means is that the game has been cert- has, has passed certification and is now being printed on discs. So the game is essentially done, and what's going to happen from now on is no longer development, but more patches. So the game is being done. The game is done. Like Everything that was on the, on, on the master flash drive is finished. They are just doing polishing. Everything is going to be post-patch. There has been some news that there's going to be a day one PS4 Pro patch. There's been another article came out and said that's not going to happen. But I am excited about a couple things. Specifically, I'm excited about like the video they put out on on the Mass Effect Andromeda Briefing website. So if you don't know, they they call it the Andromeda Briefings. There's going to be six videos. And if you manage to read 
um, all six articles, watch all six videos, um, you're gonna get an in ex exclusive in-game armor and item. So I've been following along, and the latest video was the most in-detail one. It's about the weapons. So they've detailed the four different weapons classes, which is nothing different than what we're used to. Um, assault rifles, shotguns, snipers, and melee weapons. Well, I guess if you want to do pistols. So five different classes. Handguns. Hands, so there's like melee weapons and then handguns. The cool part about it is not only do they have these different like weapon classes, they also have different universal weapons. So there's kinetic weapons, which shoot bullets and they have armor. There's plasma weapons that have um, essentially heat seeking, but um, they overheat pretty quickly. And then they have essentially laser weapons that will heat up pretty quickly, but they don't have any armor. Um, so it's essentially like it's a ray gun, super, super accurate. Um, you do have to have a direct line of sight. It doesn't do as much damage as kinetic weapons. So each, each class has its own benefits. Um, each weapon is fully modifiable. So they showed an assault rifle that had essentially what they called an arc upgrade. So instead of shooting um, your standard laser, it shot um, lightning and the lightning could chain to other enemies. So the game looks so much more customizable than it's ever been. It looks more accessible than it's ever been. It's um, They've removed the um, prerequisites um, or like pre-restricting classes. So there's still like class builds in the game. Obviously, you can't have an RPG or an MMO without classes. Like there's just standard classes. There's still like... There's still essentially outlines for characters if you want to build a certain way, but the classes aren't locked. You can build anything in any skill tree, so I'm really interested to see how that's going to work. They tried to do it a little bit with Dragon Age Inquisition, but they still pressed um, standard classes. Looking forward to that. Um, but from this point on, as far as this podcast is concerned, we're blacking out. I'm blacked out on it. I'm ready for the game to come out, so I'm blacked out on it. I'm going to watch the last briefing. I'm no longer talking about the podcast. I'm ready for the game to be out course horizon zero dawn tuesday yep tuesday we're gonna we be will, playing that we'll have it one of us will be streaming it um at some point if not all of us uh we're just gonna be playing it we'll talk about it our impressions about it next weekend obviously the industry reviews are beginning to come out industry have been talking about it but like if you want to get our opinion and our take on it look for that episode next week moving on to ghost recon beta so the ghost recon open beta has been out um i wasn't I didn't stream it, but I, I did play the alpha, the closed alpha. I was not happy. I was not pleased at all because the game comes out the week the before. The 7th. The 7th. March 7th? Yeah, March 7th. So that is three days after the Switch because the Switch comes out Friday. Four days. Four days. The Switch comes out Friday. Ghost Recon comes out the, the following Tuesday, mm -hmm. and that is two weeks before Mass Effect. Yes, because Mass Effect is the 21st. The 21st. I, th I thought it was the 28th. Anyway, it comes out. I don't know if the game is going to sell, just because I feel like it appeals to a specific crowd, but it's also coming out in a very crowded area. A lot of people are going to spend their money on Horizon Zero Dawn. A lot of people are going to save their money for Mass Effect, and then the sports guys are definitely going to go for MLB. So I don't know if this game is going to sell, which is kind of disappointing, because the beta is pretty good. It's still jankety, but then again, it is still a beta. Um, they have made improvements specifically to the vehicles, which felt like they were floating in the alpha, so it's good like the vehicles actually feel like real cars now the shooting mechanisms have always been like pretty dope i mean ghost that's one thing like ubisoft does well shooting 
always feels good. Division, the shooting felt good. It was the other things. Same thing here. The shooting feels good. The characters could be a little bit more interesting. The world feels interesting enough from what we see, but is there enough in the world for like people to keep coming back? Um, Somebody on my Facebook, I forgot who it was. They said it's like uh, Ghost Recon. I haven't played it. It was like Rainbow Six Siege and uh, another game had a child with a lot of genetic birth defects. Like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> 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 I just thought I had to fight. Yeah, it, I mean, but. yeah. It's just... <laughs> what I, I, CGI animation? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I have a lot of hope for Ghost Recon. Uh, if you guys know... Um, my sh- I, I've talked to a couple people that have played the beta... Um, again, it's it's a beta. Um, now, this person is more on the nitpicky side. Um, he said he plays fine by yourself. If he had friends that were going to get the game and play together, that's where he thinks the fun will be, is playing with your friends. But he tends to be picky on basic physics. So, like, when you're driving, he expects, like, if the car stops immediately, that you see some motion inside the car. If it's turning, you see, like, that slight lean. If you make a hard turn kind of thing. He said that uh, a lot of people inside the vehicle, mechanics and physics, they were just kind of stiff. Yeah. And that bothered him very much because he's like, just can we apply basic physics that we know as human beings? Like, if you do this, this happens. Um, and that was that was one of his biggest problems with the driving mechanics. So um, he said that the for him the beta was all right. If he has friends that are willing to play it, then he might see himself having fun. But yeah, I think this. And again, we have to applaud Ubisoft for one thing: they don't put their games out to die. They support their games at least not anymore because Unity was was that that wasn't that was just never. Although apparently, they're having issues with the server of. For Honor. Yeah, th- those got patched out pretty quick from what I heard. I, I've i been hearing a little differently from people that have been playing it. They're still having issues with the server, and apparently their Twitter feed is being riddled with just questions about what's going on with the server still. Hmm. I heard it was pretty rough for the first couple of days, and I heard it got patched out, but I don't know anything no. about that. Anyway, um, yeah, the, we'll actually stream the beta on our dual stream Sundays. If you don't already know, follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv backslash even more about nothing. Um, By the time this is up, it should already be up on Twitch. Kind yeah, of thing, it should so. already be Twitch. We are archiving the videos. We are going to, we are going to edit them. We are going to put them on YouTube. All that stuff is coming. We're, we know. We promised a lot. We're working on it. it it's, will. it's tax season, so it's going to happen soon. Yeah. It's t- <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. The budget is going up. Uh, yeah, so everything everything is in motion. You know, there's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of things in the air, but we're working diligently to get you the content we promised you. Um, so stay tuned for some interesting announcements towards once we get closer to our one-year anniversary, we're going to be making some pretty awesome announcements. Our two-year anniversary. <laughs> My own podcast. I don't know how long we've been podcasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, once we get closer to our two year, we're gonna make a pretty, pretty dope announcement. We actually might make the dopest announcement on the anniversary of our podcast. But yeah. So Mookie, is you done talking or is you finished running your mouth? I mean, I was gonna talk about Dragon Ball Z, but you I know. mean, well, that that's that's an all us topic. You just oh. over here driving, like ain't nobody else in the car. Like you, the only one with the driver's license. Well, I'm not really driving. Mookie, we we we're Mookie, the, we we're, all got driver's license. We're in the automated Uber. This is ride share. This is this is not a Tesla. Okay, it's an automated <laughs> Uber. It's a Mercedes Benz. Get out. All right, moving on. <laughs>
<laughs> Anyways, we talked about this actually last week, I think, also. We were talking about bit. Dragon Ball Super and what's going on. Um, so for those of you that tuned in last week, uh, you already kind of know. But for those that didn't so tune in last week... Now we're going to do spoilers. Uh, spoilers. Uh, spoiler no, last warning. Week, I was listening to last week's episode, and you almost said some, a spoiler. Oh, I, I, I bleeped yeah, it out. Yeah, I realized you bleeped it out. I was like, <laughs> yeah, oh. I, did, I did so hard. I did so well to try and avoid that. <laughs> <laughs> then I kind of, I heard the water go, I heard the water go, I'm talking to something interesting. Me. <laughs> <laughs> So so yeah. This is this is just a huge spoiler cast. We will be talking about spoilers here. Um so uh we're giving a general premise how they're doing the tournament uh power struggle essentially. So tournament, tournament of power. power. Yeah. And it was actually a pretty interesting episode uh, this week. Uh, if you remember last week, I was talking about uh, our friend Wes Loki. He said that he thought Gohan was going to get beat, and then that'll push him to train even harder. Uh, that way he can ultimately become the Mystic Sand we've all been wanting ever since. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Are y'all reality DBZ fans? <laughs> Anyways, uh... So, this past week's episode was 80? Yes, episode so, 80. Episode 80. Um, and just general thoughts on it. On, like, how the uh, tournament's progressing. Uh, character it's arcs. It's yeah. still prelims right now. However, um, initial thoughts. I was excited. I was actually kind of amped watching it. It was nice to see Gohan back in action kind of thing. Um, but we'll, we'll get into those details later. But I was excited. I enjoyed it. Those are my initial thoughts. Uh, I thought it was a good episode. Um, this surprising end to the fight from like the beginning of the fight. Yeah. Um, some interesting plot twists in the rules of the tournament, particularly yeah. like who and is yeah. in the tournament, and how powerful you think each part of the tournament yeah, is each yeah, entry very, very into the tournament is because you know yeah. I think we were all like you know Universe 7 is Universe 7 is pretty badass they beat Universe uh, what was it 6, six in that tournament the, the Universe 9 isn't looking so good how good are these other universes like they can't be that great yeah like, nah, Universe 7 is yeah like I literally had a hot rod moment where it's like you just shattered my entire universe <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it was it was pretty interesting. Uh, I'm kind of all right. I'll go into this. I'm glad with the way that the Gohan turn like fight turned out. Um, I last week I said I think Wes might be right saying Gohan might get beat. Ultimately, I'm glad that it turned out the way it did because, I mean, that's just like too predictable for Gohan to get be like although we know he has the potential to be so strong and he hasn't fought in like a good minute but he's still like he's he, fought, he still really is he, that he, he dude fought that one guy that one actor yeah I mean he's been doing, he's been doing some side <laughs> stuff as great Saiyan man which we don't even count because the dude literally throws on Power Ranger spandex and runs around in a helmet he was super Saiyan man super don't even I'm get me started like, I don't want Dragon Ball Super but I will start this week 
Maybe not this week, but I promise by next week I will be caught up. <laughs> wait, wait. Well, you said, I mean, you know, you you literally said. Never mind. You contradicted yourself. Yeah. You'll start at some point this week, and by next and week you said I'll be maybe there. not this week, but next week, and then you continue to say by next week I'll be caught up. I said I might start this week, but by next week I'll be caught up. Eighty episodes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and we will not be seeing Timmy Tonga for a while. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But anyways, uh, um, actually, Caleb, you want to give your thoughts? I know you haven't watched Super, but I want to hear your thoughts in terms of not watching the series, but then all of a sudden, kind of seeing what's happened. Because you kind of briefly chimed in on the episode as I was watching it, so I want to know your thoughts from an outside perspective. Uh, I think I agreed with Drake that um, Russell Key. Um, aka the Mount Rushmore foreheads. <laughs> <laughs> what an exfoliation! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, sorry. There's a lot what of inside jokes. In- There's a lot of inside jokes on that one, so yeah. we'll just skip right we'll skip over that. Right over that. Um, <laughs> but no, I agreed with him that Gohan um, was the kind had to lose the fight or die um, but then like you explained to me that he couldn't die because it's the universe tournament um, it, and the fight we watched mm-hmm. we, spoiler cast right yeah the fight ended in a draw and I said okay that was the best way to do it without like an outright loss and I was like okay so he already shown some flashes of greatness um, and apparently, like, so apparently Gohan is out here just being Mr. Professor Dad out here collecting PhDs and teaching and walking to school with brown cardigans drinking a mocha latte stop that put the paws on these people cuz what you out here doing stop playing games so it was really interesting to see um, young Gohan Gohan Topolis put paws on people um, I really like the fact that he fought 98% of the fight blind um, it really sh- shows his versatility as a fighter um, but Earth's in trouble because Goku and his big mouth want to start a tournament now Earth is a, <laughs> the entire universe is in jeopardy of being wiped out and the fact that uh, these guys aren't remotely as strong as we thought they were makes <laughs> not me even terrified I'm like but like here's my thing like as we talked about Goku's strength relies in him having to overcome his opponent's strength because he just like if he had an attribute, it would be called indomitable will. Um, because like he just he's too stubborn to give up. It's like he has like a, he's very childlike in that manner, in that he just refuses to give up. He's kind of like early Naruto in that he he refuses to be beaten. Well, Naruto, early Naruto was like like early Naruto like was like was or like, Goku. like or Luffy in general. Pre, I'm talking like yes, since was like Goku because pre like, Team Seven Naruto yeah, like, because, like, like Dragon Ball Z came out. Yeah. Before that, like yeah, all so those ones are based off. It just doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm interested to see where it goes. As an outsider, I'm more interested than ever. Uh, now I want to say I'm an outsider because, like, I, I know my basic DBZ lore. I watched it with you guys, but it wasn't my main show. I'll put it that way. So I'm interested. I, I will probably be rewatching okay. Super to see where it goes. Um. Okay. So, uh, so now, as far as some of the more nitty-gritty details, uh, for those who didn't know or are interested, and like we said, it's a spoiler cast, we've got four universes exempt from this tournament, yep. um, which um, 
was kind of intriguing to me. So everything was based on a scale of 10, where basically with how it sounded on yeah, 10. Yeah, it seemed like uh, Because universe 9, 7 were the lowest, uh, 9 being the worst, then 7 increasing. But 1, 12, 5, and 8 exempt because they're average mortal power, uh, they're mortal level. So we're not talking about extra, they said mortal level. So anybody that so, it can essentially so, so die, I'm I, assuming. I I just want to go ahead and say this. Earth is ridiculous. No, no. I just want to say thanks for nothing, Yamcha. Thank you. You literally brought that down to 3.7. <laughs> <laughs> All the times you decide to just go and die on us, every time TN or Chatsu decided to blow themselves up, y'all brought us down. Thanks for letting down the group one last time on this group project. <laughs> Continue. What about, uh, what about Yamcha's friend? Who? The, the, the little raccoon thing. Did what he die? Krillin? I mean, but nah, Krillin, Krillin's Krillin. been really out here, though. Like, yeah, he Krillin defeated a si- two Cybermen by himself. Yeah. But yeah. he also went toe-to-toe with Frieza. Kind of. For, but, I was about to say, do you really want to do that? <laughs> no, no. Anyways, like, you know, we, we haven't... We're di- not giving out extra credit. This is not no, a bell curve. Krillin's not... Like, no. Kr- but Krillin gets He's the status of strongest human. Yeah. Which, and then, which, and like, which if he is the strongest human, I am terrified for what's going to happen. Yeah, well, well, hold on. That kind of makes sense, though, why Earth's, le- uh, like, average mortal level is so low. So, so here's the like, thing. strong, but he's not that strong. That's so, true. Aren't, like, the, so, there used to be 13. They d- destroyed one of them, right? Yeah. I don't remember which one, but isn't it, like, supposed to be that they are, the universes are, in a sense, like, mirrors of each other? Essentially, they're so they're like they're they're, 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 like they're essentially the same thing, but there are a couple like things mirrors. that have kind yeah. of swapped a little bit. Six and seven are similar. Yeah, I'm guessing five and eight are similar. That's why they're so strong. One and twelve maybe. are probably. So it seems like everybody's paired with a similar, not necessarily in power level. Well, not necessarily in power level, but in maybe like races and how yeah. they were kind of divvied up or something. from like. Universe, universe six. six. So, um, so we know, so we know at that point, we got four universes exempt. That leaves the remaining universes to fight in the tournament, and whoever loses, everybody but the angels, so including Supreme Kai's and Gods of Destructions, are wiped out. Point blank period. So there's something on the line here. Um, I saw a rumor floating around that like possibly like people will look at Goku as the villain because he brought this tournament upon. Yeah, I was thinking like if this was it, it, no, if this wasn't DBZ, if this was like you know on HBO or AMC, like they'd be like cursing on Goku at that point. Yeah, like uh, it, it might be, but you know it's low key like. Even though it's in Japanese as a kid's show, Beerus has literally been cursing out Goku since the moment they showed up. True. (laughs) But I think I liked... What was funny the most to me was Beerus and Supreme Kai from Universe 60's reaction to hearing that they were on the bottom. They were like... He was like, oh, you let him... You let the mortals just work it out. Yeah, that whole, like, argument that they had. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was... That was a good argument. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, nah, it's interesting. Now, um, one of the discussions, we're going to go more, uh, a little more discussion-based. We're going to pull away a little more from Super. We're going to kind of broaden um, the scope of things more into the Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. So, um, with the with the tournament, uh, powerful as I know, there's going to be, like, ten fighters. 
And first of all, before we hop into the discussion question, I'm really going to get onto. Uh, I was going to say that there are some surprises on that list yep. that I wasn't so, expecting in terms of. So we of know like, the 10 because. They showed it in the, the opening. In the opening. So. Because anime openings always spoil things. Yeah. <laughs> so as of right now, we know closing. what they. Yeah, the close, yeah. yeah the what, closing isn't too bad, though. Yeah, what they're proposing or what they're showing us as who the 10 are going to be. They have obviously Goku, Vegeta, Gohan, Krillin, Master, Master Ro- Roshi, Roshi. Yep. 18, 17, yes. and Boo. TN, TN, and Boo. Boo. Yep. Wait, there's one. Oh, uh, oh, uh, um. So what? Goku, Gohan, Vegeta, Boo, TN, 18, 17, I got, I'm pulling Roshi. it up. Krillin. Krillin. Uh, Vegeta. Yeah, I said Vegeta. Yeah, okay. Yeah, said Vegeta. So, oh, Piccolo. Piccolo. Piccolo, Piccolo yeah. You, of you course. Can't go we, on without Piccolo. We can't forget our favorite stepdad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can't have gone without Piccolo. Anyways, um, I was surprised at the inclusion of Tien and Master Roshi. Awesome, and Master obviously, Roshi. Uh, that's with... Like forgetting about seventeen because obviously that's the biggest surprise inclusion yeah. because he's kind of dead right yeah, now. Yeah, I was like, wasn't he dead? Like, like he was yeah. straight up gone. Yeah, because yeah, like didn't GT they had to like bring him back to like do the whole thing? Yeah, like, make Super Seventeen. Even though that's not canon, but like they had to do that to bring him into that. Anyway. Yeah. So like Tien and Master Roshi uh, were probably the biggest surprise. Yeah, like how about how about the fighters? Uh, particularly Master Roshi. Master Roshi's like, what, 400 now? Something like that. And I don't know. Like, the fact we forget that they're that old. Well, not even that. It's Master Roshi hasn't exactly been involved since Dragon Ball. Yeah, as like a fighter. And so it's, I don't know. That's for me, but I don't know. What were some of the, were those the pretty much same surprise inclusions when yeah. you guys saw Yeah. Uh, 17. I think that's all a lot of us are kind of waiting for. Master Roshi, I... Who else? I mean, so we got Yamcha and Chatsu that are option. Can we bring Cell back? <laughs> I mentioned this earlier in the conversation, but like maybe like those fights will be like... So this show has moved in like a sort of Dragon Ball way, where like Dragon Ball had a lot of like villains and enemies that had like strange powers. And, like, that's why they were so strong. Not necessarily the power level was, like, really high. Okay. And, like, a lot of super... And then super, a lot of the enemies and villains are, like, have strange powers that, like, okay. the characters had to overcome. So, like, maybe the Master Roshi and Krillin and uh, Tien fights will be fighting people with strange powers, not necessarily, like, really high power levels like Goku. But, okay. We're going to make a, a hard transition to the actual... Topic question, because um, we were having a discussion, uh, Mookie and Timmy Tonga and I, we were having a, a quick discussion, and how did it come up? Uh, I think we were talking about Boo, um, and we were ta- We ended up getting on the topic of the strongest form of Boo. It's- Who is the strongest form of Boo? I always thought it was Kid Boo. I thought so too at a point, but, but then I really, be. I really thought about it because I'm it thinking more s- Majin Buu. Be- listen, I, no, I know why you say that. Because <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> the fact you understand, understand why I'm why, saying that because of the origin story. The be- yeah, I think so, and also I think in my opinion we've got a Buu with mind like uh, a kid like mentality. 
imagine if he wasn't a, a kid like mentality. You remember when he was he was putting some paws on Kid Boo there for a second, right? Yeah, was it Kid Boo? Was it? Yeah, cause yeah, he fought in, Kid oh, yeah, Boo yeah, like yeah. In, back in Dragon Ball Z when, after they had separated yeah. uh, from yeah. through, to create Kid Boo. Yeah, so you was know, it Kid Boo or Super Boo that he fought. It, it, it was either one of them. But remember, like, for a moment there, Majin Buu was, was winning. But, like, I don't know. Like, there's this kid-like mentality. He focuses for a few seconds. And then, like... But then again, there's always, there was always... With Dragon Ball Z, there's going to be a turn of events and yada yada. We make... We go on and on and on. But as far as... He is the source in order for these other boos to happen. the other way around. Huh? That was the other way around. Because it was what? Uh, evil Boo. No, that was Kid Boo made swallowed somebody, became No no Super Boo was the one who was swallowing them to become like first he swallowed. Uh, because remember Boo when came. he when Boo got mad no, but like no, Evil no, Boo existed. About, I'm talking about like in the origin, like when Baba Duke or whatever Babadi's dad created Boo was like Kid Boo, then swallowed somebody to get like Super Boo, then swallowed somebody to get Majin Boo. But then what about what Babadi did? Oh, Babadi just revived Majin Buu. And then Majin Buu... And then got, got mad. Evil Buu came, came out. out. Yeah. And then we yeah. started getting... So how I see it is Evil Buu, who is now the top of Majin Buu, however that track yeah. goes down. No, that's so what, that's what why you're saying is in reality Kid Buu's the actual form. It's, the, it's the core form. It's the, it's the core form of Boo. Okay. And that's why, like, the argument that, like, Majin Boo may be, like, the strongest, I think, Colt's merit is because Majin Boo, in a way, is, like, Kid Boo with a whole bunch of other people added to Kid Boo. Sort of, like, Sep, Perfect Cell is, like... Okay, that's a little different than how I was thinking, but okay, that also yeah. makes sense as well. But, um, I don't know, what, do you have any other... Um, to be honest... Not really, like, with Majin Buu, like, it's, we're kind of, like, forget about him all the time because he's always off playing with Hercule, and Hercule is not a very serious character to but take. But when, when, when Hercule got hurt in that, that prelims, yeah, Buu, Buu wanted to put in Majin some work. I just, all I want to say is, if there was some way we could bring back Super Buu and he absorbs Gohan for, like, power, that would be the ultimate. Like, I'd be done. Even if he absorbs Gotenks, I'm like, that's it. I'm like... Or, like, Universe of Seven's winning, hands Gogeta? down. What about Gogeta? Well, I would only say no, because whenever he absorbs them, like, they're, like, internally within him. Mm. And we kind of need our two strongest fighters in the universe for the tournament. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I think Kid Buu is always the... I think Kid Buu presented, like, the biggest threat at the time, pre-Frieza Resurrection F. Like, when Kid Buu showed up, nobody knew what to do. They were like, oh, man, this dude was eating people. He's killing everybody. Like, Goku straight up went Super Saiyan 3, his strongest form at the time, and he was just like, I can't hold him. <laughs> I, can't, I can't hold him. Help! Help me! Um, so, uh, but, like, I mean, Kid Buu is just, it's just such a dope threat. And for me, if you know anything about me, like, my favorite kind of bad guys are the guys that present such a threat that they push the heroes to their max limit. Um that's why, and a lot of people disagree with me, my favorite quote-unquote villain in all of Naruto, point blank period, 
Zabuza. I knew you were going to say that. Because he is, <laughs> he is the first enemy to put paws on the whole team. Kakashi had to get serious, and he almost got killed. Like, Naruto, it was the, like Naruto busted out the Nine Tails for the first time. Like, Sasuke was serious. That arc was mad. That, that was, was serious. Incredible. I'm telling you. I thought my dude Sasuke was going to die. I was crying. Oh, my God. See, and it's funny. <laughs> so, the other day when I was out uh, hanging out filming with my friend, we were talking about Naruto. And he's just like, you know what my favorite arc is? I was like, oh, what's up? Because we were just talking about it a little bit. He's like, when they went to the land of the hidden mist. And I was just like, people are sleeping on that arc. I'm telling you, that arc was nice. That's so So, okay, so, yeah, I love that when villains push their, push the, uh, the, the heroines or heroes to the max. Um, especially if it forces them to overcome this. Um, Hurdle. Hurdle, threat, whatever we're going to classify that. So, Kid Boo for me, but Majin Boo is also always dope. Not to mention a French Ocean song, so... Moving on. Hey, let's uh, let's hit down the next topic. Um, let's try to get in this as quickly as possible, but yet still giving it a fair shake. Uh, last episode of The Flash. First of all, Nehemiah, I'll let someone else start this one. No, go ahead. Start it. Okay. I mean, there was absolutely nothing serious that I had to say about it at this point in time until we start discussing it. All I had to say is, what in timeline restoration is oh happening right now? Stop, it. <laughs> Stop this, man. Oh, my. Another spoiler cast, if you have not seen the latest episode of The Flash, which I believe is two, no, 313, 314. Yeah. I think it's episode yeah. 14. And so they travel to Earth 2, uh, Earth two to save Harry. And he is trapped in Gorilla City. So we got Grodd back. And we also have Solovar. We got to see a picture. Uh, we got to see Solovar in action as well. First of all, like, the CGI for the most part was great. The only thing that really got me uh, was just, like, I don't know what's happening here. Was when was when in the fight. Yeah, when they were in the fight. Um, and it kind of threw me off. But then... They had, I don't know, Barry was giving, like, some sort of motivational yeah. speech, and I was just kind of like... Yeah. And uh, also, yeah. as far as CGI goes, Rafika was telling me, they did get, like, the codes or, like, the things for... The, the layout yeah, for Planet of the, of the Apes. Mm-hmm. So, the apes just look super dope. Mm-hmm. Like, goodness, it was like, amazing. Which Planet of the Apes? The, the newer ones that they okay. made. So, the so yeah. Gorilla... Like, if you pay attention, Gorilla Grodd has evolved over a period of two seasons and then they've just been refining now at this point so like if if those planet in the planet of the apes the way they cgi them were nice they were real nice so the, the fact that they were kind of able to emulate that and get that going and then make those tweaks that they needed to i thought you meant that one not 2000. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Not Mark Wahlberg. Don't you dare talk about that. <laughs> hey, that, that, is a planet, that is, I think, literally called Planet of the Apes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the newer one yeah. that they made in the last yeah, no, couple of years the, or whatever. The, the, the new series. It's good. Mm-hmm. Good so, um, but um, as far as after watching part one, because we got a part two coming this week. Yes. What are your thoughts? How did you feel about it? I thought it was a solid episode. Um, as far as storyline goes, like, it was, it was really good, but, like, of course, it's a two-part, as you know. Like, towards the end, I was like, they just resolved everything, but then again, there's, I'm not going to spoil anything, but at the end, it kind of, like, We already did a spoiler cast, yeah, so. so. Oh, we did? So true. Well, okay, and then Gypsy. <laughs> <laughs> then, uh, for those who haven't watched it yet, Gypsy at the end of the episode, so that, that kind of shows how he's going to come to Earth-1. 
what are your kind of thoughts for as far as like storyline for part two of this? So I'm just gonna I just wanna say as soon as I saw Gypsy, I was just like this, oh my gosh, I'm gonna I almost said a word and had to pray to Jesus for repentance. And yeah. I was just like because it was so weird whenever back in episode eleven or eleven, yeah. Eleven when Gypsy the way she left. Like, we thought it was a way that she was just, like, teasing Cisco because they had this, like, is this happening? Like, what kind of chemistry is going on here? But then she just up and dipped. So, like, to me, that was always weird how she exited. Yeah, it w- but, like, it almost, she had the smile on her face. You didn't see her get jerked out of the screen. Well, maybe, yeah, she, yeah. maybe she was just kind of egging him on. So, like, there were many, many, many angles to look at Yeah, that. yeah, there are angles to look at that. But, like, to me, that was always seemed weird. And, like, we it knew... It was a weird exit. And, and it kind of, like, makes sense because, like, when the episode first started, they were doing, like, previously on The Flash, and then they showed Gypsy, and I was like, why wow, the hell are they hate, showing Gypsy? I hate when they do that. I hate when they do that. <laughs> and, and, like, to be honest, they showed that, completely forgot about it until that very last scene. <laughs> yeah. Was just like, yeah, yeah, they're like... But, okay, so then does that mean, can we say... Almost for a fact, she got snatched just right there. I don't know that that's happened because um, I would almost say so that she just didn't ever, she never returned home. So she could have been on another hunt because she is hunting. Um, she, it, it, it could be that or it could be she decided not to go home because she did say that she couldn't re- return home if everyone knew that HR was still alive. But at the but same they, time, she she, she's so she's, she's so prideful that I don't think she would ever return if she knew that would mean just like. Okay, that's fine. I don't know. That's the way I see it. Um, it, it was weird. There's lots of stuff to consider. We'll just have to wait for uh, the second part to see what actually's going on. All I just gotta say is, girl, why you gotta do this to us? My boy Cisco just wanted to love you, and <laughs> I mean, just like make puns and stuff. But that's cool. Cisco is still like my favorite thing about the W. The CW. W- They're no WBCW-DC collaboration is honest. I don't want to call them ancillary characters, but the secondary characters. Felicity was dope for a while until she started crying, and then she was annoying, and then she stopped crying. Now, now she's she dope again. Yeah. Cisco's always been legit. You, you just a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite line from Cisco, point blank period. Supergirl, the only reason I can stand that show, because of everybody else besides Supergirl. <laughs> Uh, so I really like I really like the character development growing on everyone outside. Um, Arrow sits atop the DC like TV universe, except for me because I'm weird and I actually like Gotham. I don't know why people hate it so much. It's actually pretty it's good. It's literally turned into like almost uh, a DC version of American Horror Story, like Gotham. And I don't know, but it's it's becoming well, yeah. since the. Since the whole Jeff Johns. Jeff Johns takeover, it's becoming more comic booky. It's becoming more. We have gotten big name characters. We've gotten a Joker. We've gotten Penguin. Penguin. We've gotten Kingpin. Not like the Marvel Kingpin, but we've gotten quote unquote a Kingpin. We are going to get a Batman at some point. That is. It has to happen. It is like literally the show took a hard left directly into the Wayne Manor. Like we are heading. Straight for Batman Year One at this point. Um, a lot of people will say, I don't see it. I don't understand why you keep saying that. Read Batman Year One. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. But um, sticking with the, uh, the DC Universe, 
Timmy Tonga here. You took the first step and you watched Justice League Dark. Yeah, I did. Give us a quick rundown. I had a day off today. Uh, Yeah, it was really good. I didn't really know what it was about, so I was kind of going into it with like a kind of open mind. It's like, what's this about? Dark. Uh, So basically, it's about um, basically just the world is being run by uh, overrun by dark magic, essentially. So the Justice League basically are rendered and powerless against dark magic. So Batman goes out and finds, uh, you know, some dope magic people such as John Constantine, Zatanna, Boston Brand, and then uh, Jason Blood was in there too. Jason Blood's has uh, Etrigan. Uh, so that was really cool. Um, I like the storyline. It was really cool. Uh, I'm not very familiar with those characters or like really magic in the DC realm. So yeah. it's just kind of cool seeing that. Yeah. All, so you, first, all, all, you, all you gotta know is Superman's powerless against magic. Well, I know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my <laughs> first question to you... Okay, so I guess this is a good point that you can maybe tell people. For not knowing those characters very well or hearing very little about them, how did you feel their introduction was? And now knowing about those characters, how do you feel about them? And would you go continuing maybe every once in a while finding stuff about them? I wouldn't go necessarily to find stuff about them, but the way that they introduced them and the way they kind of like portrayed them throughout the movie is really good. Like, John Constantine had a really good character development yes, throughout that movie. Finally, that he's was so good. justice done yeah. to him. Uh, and it, kind of, it gave you a really good look at him. Like, uh, kind of after the introduction for the credits, uh, after that, it shows him like gambling with some demons. So I was like, seems like something he would do and kind of goes from there. Yeah. Uh, you didn't really see a ton of progression from Zatanna, but I still felt like she she played a pretty good part in that movie. Wait, like, is this Zatanna proper Zatanna? Like, teenage Zatanna from, like... This is, like, a young... Not, like, a... Young adult? A little past a young adult. So she's not okay. a part of the Justice League at this point. Okay. She's still on her own. Okay. And she she does have that past with John Constantine. So, like, they kind of, like... Play off each other? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, cool. And Boston Brand didn't know he was a thing. I thought he was really cool. Uh... He was kind of a little bit of the uh, comic relief. Yeah. Yeah, comedy relief. So that was nice to see him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was really good. I enjoyed it. All right, cool. So, so real quick, um, we'll do a, just a real quick crash course in DC Comics history. Um, if you don't already know, number one Superman's weakness, Kryptonite. Number two, and I mean a very close number two. Like Kryptonite is always going to be his greatest weakness. Yeah, very strong number two. Magic. Superman cannot handle magic. And there's a difference between magical items and, like, ancient, like, ancestral items. There's, like, elemental stuff that's in the world. That's different than, like, magic. Magic is its its own thing. It's in the universe. There's light magic and there's dark magic. The, um, The two need each other to be balanced because if light magic takes over... Um, then the world falls out of balance. If dark magic takes over, then the wall falls literally into, like, the world will literally be engulfed by by darkness. And this is a different kind of darkness than dark side. This is essentially the universal, just, like, figure of darkness. The antithesis of darkness is Dr. Fate. Um, he kind of exists outside of humanity. He reels in his own realm. Um, and his, he only shows up when, like, Earth is in real danger. That's why it was so interesting to see him pop up in Young Justice. Young Justice was one of the very first on-screen um, tastes we got of dark magic, and it was like it wasn't a it wasn't they weren't playing around. That was um, 
It was twice. Twice yeah. we got him. Yeah. So dark magic is is a really it's kind of an undertone as but like it, it's a big deal. So I'm really glad that some of these again I don't want to call them ancillary characters but they're they're vital in their own way. Like Hellblazer is an amazing comic. John Constantine is one of the most versatile characters that DC has in his portfolio. He's just not been done. Dude, he was a boss in this movie. I'm telling you, he, he has all these different magic, like all these different artifacts. I honestly think dudes. John Constantine could beat um, Doctor Strange in, a, in an outright magic fight. Like, straight up outright magic fight, John Constantine would win. Okay. Because, I can't remember, he forgot researches, movie, yeah. he, he learns the yeah. spells, he just. And, and like, and here's my thing, and we're we're not gonna do this comic discussion too much. We could probably have this discussion face to face. If we want to, we could probably go into another podcast. We'll probably throw up a Twitter poll, um, all those fun things. But like, Strange is undoubtedly a genius. He is he is genius level intelligence since day one. He's worked very hard. But if he had to let go to like get to his like stage and even in the movie the recent marvel movie he didn't he's not really the sorcerer supreme yet constantine has been like essentially enveloped in magic since day one he's had tragedy after tragedy after tragedy after tragedy so he's kind of he's one of the few characters who's actually able to go to heaven and earth and like has been to both heaven and earth and is still managing to be alive. That's a very, 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 very deep cut, so I'm gonna pull back a little bit. Just know that dark magic is a very important thing. These characters are very important in their own way. They kind of fight a different battle than we see. Um, the Justice League gets a lot of fame, but these guys really yeah. kind of hold back the doors. Yeah. And it was cool because Batman, like I said, was kind of the guy who pulled them together. Mm-hmm. Well, as he always initially is. he sought out um, Zatanna. Mm-hmm. Kind of Zatanna started pointing in the right direction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of cool because usually Batman, he, he, he's usually the one that's kind of telling people what to do. It's like, hey, he's the guy with the plan. Like, he wasn't really kind of headed it up. He was, like, secondary in this. So that was yeah. really cool to see. Yeah, and again, Batman knows enough to know what he knows and knows enough to know what he doesn't know. Yeah. He actually has quite a versatile arsery of arsenal of magical weapons, particularly because he's been fighting against Roz for so long. He's actually built up a little bit of magic within himself, and he has a little bit of magical aptitude. He is no magician. He can handle magical weapons. He can't sustain them, but if someone else summons a magical weapon for him, he can actually power it a little bit. Um, what's going to be interesting is Damien, who has literally a direct source <laughs> yeah. to... Um, everything has a source. Like um, Light has a source. Darkness has a source. Damien has a direct line into the magical source because his grandfather, Ra's al Ghul. Uh, so... It's going to be interesting to see how he does with magical weapons. He was able to summon a magical weapon for a brief period of time during his training, but um, Pops kind of like told him, hey, 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 keep that under low key. We don't want people want you knowing that, you know. I just, I just want to say, that makes a lot of sense that Batman has a little bit of magic aptitude. Yep. Because the way them Batarangs be flying. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, and again, I, it's, it's a good thing like where... Batman isn't the main character. Yeah. Not 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 that he's always the main character, but like he's always usually like top two, top three, top five. He's always the director. He's always the director. Yeah, he's always Professor Xavier. He's always the one with yeah. the master plan. It's well, not- no, he's he's like that. He's like the teacher who teaches to what grad students and PD, uh, uh, PhD students, and then lets the teacher A take care of it. Yeah, your dad. <laughs> 
My dad is not Batman. <laughs> Calm that down. Well, I'm just well, talking. Yeah. Uh, even, even though he was a secondary character, like, I haven't watched Justice League Dark. Still, probably a more memorable scene was when I saw, uh, like, a clip of it on Twitter was where they were confronted by some, like, evil spirits and then Batman standing there, not even face. He says yeah. boo and scares the spirits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's actually the spirit of death, so that's pretty funny. Um... Yeah, so really interesting. So keeping it in uh, the DC realm a little bit, um, there's a possibility that a Nightwing movie might be getting made. You want to talk about that a little bit, Rafi? Uh, yeah. Um, so there was an article that had shown up recently, and I, I if you follow us on Facebook, um, even more about nothing page, uh, there was an article coming up saying that um, director of the Lego movies is wanting to do a Nightwing movie. The Lego Nightwing? Not, not like a live action. Okay. It's just that the director from the okay. Batman Lego movie okay. is wanting to work on this. Um, my first initial thought was, oh, God, please don't mess it up. So, I mean, obviously with it being Nightwing, we know it's Dick Grayson. So um, I'm kind of like there's a part of me that's like excited. And then there's the, always the other part that is like, and, you know, with, with anything that, yeah. like, is a part of our childhood. Or, like, particularly given that there's, like, a running DC series going on. Yeah. Like, are they going to try to interject Are they going to do Nightwing or are they going to do Grayson? Yeah. Well, it, as of right now, it's classified, it's said as a Nightwing movie. Nightwing film. A standalone Nightwing film is how it's being described. Not Dick Grayson, Nightwing. That was what was specifically Thanks. used. Now, as far as this director, uh, what's his name? Uh, Chris McKay. What else is he doing? Um, if he's done Robot Chicken. Mm-hmm. He, was, he, was one of, he was one of the. He was uh, one of the guys who uh, so, has so, done Ro- Robot Chicken. And are you sure this ain't like Legos or something? <laughs> <laughs> so this isn't a Lego. <laughs> like. Know. Oh. It just says, you know, uh, yeah. Warner Brothers is developing a Nightwing standalone film with Lego Batman director oh. Chris McKay. Um, so, I think it's kind of interesting. As far as, like, Lego Batman movie was That was hilarious. Fun. It was if you guys funny. haven't seen it, go watch it. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. It was great. It, even if it is a Lego movie, it was, I will love it. <laughs> Lego movie was pretty good. There were, there were some things, uh, there were some undertones in that, and Tim, I'll actually tell you about that a little bit later that I kind of found out. Because um, Lego movie, you know, it has to incorporate a little bit of other things. It's not just, you know, DC. They've got to include some of the other properties that, you know, they might have been, been involved in. Done. So it was actually very inclusive of other things, and it was really cool to see that, you know, like... Let's include most of pop culture into this. A lot of things you'll recognize, you'll love in this Batman movie, and Batman can beat everybody. Yeah, like, of course. Dude, it was, it was amazing. Watch but, it. like, I don't know what to think. I'm kind of excited. Kind of, you know, kind of... But this is still sad. very early, right? It's very, very early. Um, as to how they're going to do the story, I said that, yeah. Uh, what kind of story, in terms of this Nightwing film, if they do it and it does happen, would you like to see? What aspect would you like them to talk about? I want to see uh, the equivalent of Nightwing Year One. It's kind of his formation. Um, as long as they don't give him that costume. Well, help. <laughs> um, I would actually prefer. I'll be honest. I've been 
from I've been following the Grayson timeline a little bit more. I would actually prefer more mature Dick Grayson. I would rather uh, Grayson Grayson. So the end the of proper Nightwing. Grayson. Yeah, so, so we're talking so about the 52. end of yeah. So end of Nightwing formation of Grayson. Because Detective the end Agency. of Nightwing basically was a that's when we started getting into New Fifty Two anyways. Yeah. Um, and then that's when we started getting Agent Grayson. Yep. Who's working for Spiral. And yeah, well, and that was a little interesting because he goes on his own and does the whole Grayson Detective Agency thing, and then it was like, no, don't. What are you doing? Don't but do then, this. and then Spark. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of Nightwing, um, kind of a great se- like cross section for us, um, video games, and if you can't tell, we're DC fanboys. We enjoy and we don't use the word fanboys. I'm a DC fanboy. We enjoy Marvel, but we are we predominantly pay attention to. The DC media, uh, Injustice Two has been a game that's been announced for a while now. They kind of, um, courtesy of IGN, we have a list of all the characters that have been revealed so far, and they just put out a post of um, they're teasing another character to be released this week. But so far, for Injustice Two, this list already surpasses every character that I mean, Injustice One, the Game of the Year edition that had an additional five characters. So far, we've got Deadshot, Darkseid, Aquaman, Atrocitus, Bane. Batman, Black Canary, Blue Beetle, Brainiac, Catwoman, Cheetah, or Cheetah, depending on which way you're reading from, Cyborg, Flash, Gorilla Grodd, Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, Robin, the Damien Wayne Robin, um, Supergirl, Superman, Swamp Thing, and Wonder Woman. Um, so far, we have not seen Green Lantern. Highly, 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 highly suspect he's the next one that's going to be revealed because if you don't know... Green Lantern was one of the most competitive characters that got played in the entire tournament, um, the entire Injustice tournament. Injustice is a collaboration between DC and Netherrealm Studios, aka the guys that make Mortal Kombat. So, as good as Mortal Kombat X was, to see those mechanics being melded into DC, which is a little bit more, I don't want to say a little bit more technical, but it's a little, it's still a little toned down compared to its big brother, um, Mortal Kombat side. But it's, it's also, it's still a very technical game. Mortal Kombat X is probably the most polished fighting game I've ever played in my entire life. So I'm really looking forward towards Injustice 2. Um, while we're still talking about video games, what would you guys rather talk about first? Pokemon Go, 2K, or a leak that happened? We'll talk about Pokemon Go because it's pretty short and sweet. It's already been out for two weeks. Cool. Uh, so Who wants for to kick it off. I'll go ahead and kick it off. For those of you that are behind the curve or literally sleeping under a rock, Pokemon Go just released Gen Two about a week or two ago now. About a week ago. A week ago. Yeah, Thank you. I've been waiting for that. Anyways, so Generation Two, they released eighty new Pokemon. Uh, with the last update, which was back on President's Day, I believe. Um, and prior to that, they were starting leading up to Gen 2 by including baby Pokemon and eggs that you can hatch. Mm-hmm. And Togepi! So that included Pichu, Magby, Elekid, uh, Tyrogue, I believe, was later added on, uh, Cleffa, and there's another one that I'm probably forgetting. But anyways, point being, uh, they have... All these new Pokemon, some of the best Pokemon, I believe, did come out of Gen 2. 
Like, of course, the first is always iconic, but then there's those that become long-standing, that become like, oh, this was so great because they've done it, they've had one run one run with it that they're like, oh, we can do this Pokemon, this Pokemon. And then eventually you run out of ideas and you come out with Garbodor and Gen 7. But we're not here to throw shots. <laughs> Too late. Too late. <laughs> but yeah, no, Gen 2 did have some good. Yeah, they had some great ones. Uh, I actually, as of right now, I have an Espeon. I'm still trying to get an Umbreon. How do you uh, not have an Umbreon yet? Because my Eevee is like literally the weakest thing out there. Like, okay, because I, think of like, I, I stocked up on Eevees. That's why I had Yeah, just think of like uh, the episode of Spongebob when he went to the gym with Larry. Oh, hell. <laughs> oh, hell. <laughs> Anyways. So yeah, there's been a lot of cool stuff. I caught a Wobbuffet the other day. Nice. Uh, but there's been a lot of uh, cool stuff seeing those. And there's still no legendaries out there. Which is really a shame because now, because uh, I believe, so with the original Pokemon, if you're looking at the National Pokedex, there's 151 Pokemon. With the inclusion of Gen 2, that then adds another 100. So as of right now, we have, an so I believe the Pokedex for Pokemon Go without the legendaries wrapped up at about 143, 142, 143. And then we had an additional 85 Pokemon that have been added. So we're missing a good 15 or so. No, 14. From Wait, is uh, Togepi... Is Togepi available? Togepi was an egg Tog- Pokemon. Togepi is available. It okay. was an egg Pokemon. Uh, so we're missing about like 14 Pokemon from Gen 2 as of right now. So that would include the three legendary dogs... Uh, Lugia, Ho. Lugia, Ho-O, Celebi. Um, I don't know if there's anyone that was generally like generally considered uh, legendary besides them that were missing. I think those were those three. Gen two. What? Those were the. Oh no, Latios, Latios was Gen three. Yeah. yeah. So it was interesting. There's just Pokemon out there to discover. Um, I don't know if anyone's actually taking a look at the coding for the update to see like who's written in the code or anything like that. But yeah, that's Pokemon Go in a nutshell. If you've been sleeping under a rock, it's been out for a week. Go out and run and catch more Pidgey. Because they've added 80 Pokemon and there's still freaking Pidgey everywhere. Yep. Because yep. Pidgey's always everywhere. Yeah. Oh, okay. The other cool thing is you can now hatch a straight-up Pidgeotto. Yep. Mm. So, like, when you hatch then, it, it's not the base Pokemon. It It is... Like a Pidgeotto. And we're not going to get too in-depth in this, but they have adjusted the CPs a lot, so don't think your old Pokemon are going to come in there. Like, Lapras got hit with the Nerf Bat. They nerfed it into oblivion. Like now, I've seen, like, 2,500 CP Laprases get nerfed back to 1,500. Dang. Oh, yeah, they, Lapras got hit hard. Um, ironically, one of the Pokemon that was supposed to get hit hard but, like, essentially kind of subverted the whole CP uh, gauge. Um, Onyx, if you evolve it to Steelix, it can basically have one of the highest CPs in the game. I don't know if they patched that out or not, but and I don't know if that out goes. Again, that's all oh, yeah. unconfirmed. All oh, this yeah. stuff I'm is like you Pokemon that. groups. Because, yeah, they do have new evolutions with Gen 2. Stuff like Steelix, Politoed, uh that you require special Scizor. Scizor special items 
And so we're not quite sure how to evolve them to get them right now. Yeah, I've only seen one person getting one item so far. I don't know if it's like specific Pokestops or it's super, super random, but I do know like the drop rate is extremely rare. Yeah. So we're out here trying to get Steelix and Scizor. I'm going for Scizor Force because Scizor was OG. It was nice. X-Scizor, one of the nicest moves like when you saw it in like the TV show. All I'm saying is Scizor still got beat by Heracross. You're not wrong. (laughs) Anyways. So, yeah. Exciting stuff happening. Uh, with Pokemon Go, get out there, run around, catch them all, be the first Pokemon master, get a degree in it. I don't care, just get out there. Cool. All right, sticking uh, with the video, video games, game. um, we got kind of three big news items. NBA 2K, we talked about this a little bit. 2K is temporarily off the ban list for this episode. Um, shout out to Barack Obama, we miss you. Um, homie came back. What you mean you miss him? He's back in the States, man. No, chilling. No, no, did you hear? France wants him to run for president. Yeah. They literally have, like, a son. Yeah. Like, he's not even a French citizen. They wanted to run for president. Obama, don't you go nowhere. Don't, don't, don't you do it. <laughs> we are still in Black History Month. <laughs> I mean, he was he came back from um, the private islands with Richard Bronson. Hey, what, uh, what was that meme? Uh, the only president to ever uh, not wear his uh, sneakers on the... Uh, well, yeah. How did it go? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> we'll never get another president that respects his sneakers enough not to wear them on cement. His basketball sneakers <laughs> enough. And then so like he was in New York with uh, Malia. Yeah. Um, took her to a Broadway show and then the cast like basically kidnapped him and they were taking pictures back. Obama looks good, man. He lost some weight. He looks healthy. The gray hairs are starting to vanish. Like the gray hairs are just turning back time. He looks good. Um, but somebody created Obama um, in NBA 2K17. So he is now a character and his stats are nice. He is an all-around shooter. So he's got, I think, an overall rating of a 90, which is like top 10% NBA players, period. Um, his handles are a 90. His, his, his mid-range game is like a 95. His three-point shooting is a 91. Um, he's not going to block anybody time soon. But um, his defense is pretty... I mean, he's got, like, Kawhi Leonard, like, lockdown defense. He's just not going to block nobody. You're not going to get past him any time soon, but he's not going to block nobody. Um, so, Am I allowed to make political jokes that may anger the fan base? I mean, we don't have a man watching us, so... Tax money came in. We got a budget. Do whatever you want. And that's when we got bought by somebody who we don't know, and you won't hear us anymore. Anyways, all I'm just saying is, never mind. Nope. You know what? I, I know what you're, I, I yeah. you're going to say. We're going to talk about that off podcast. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, I'm just saying, saying, suck it, conservative. I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway. Um, another, I, 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 I don't know this man. I love I love everyone. We all, have, we all have different opinions. And it just makes us that much better because everyone has their own unique uh, thoughts. Shout yeah. out to Pope. Yeah. Than others, but, yeah. yeah. Shout out to Pope. <laughs> Shout out to Pope. You know who you are. We always have fun, interesting, religious, like conservative versus liberal discussions on Facebook. You the realist. Um, have fun in Texas. Oh, yeah. If if you want to challenge me in 2K, I'll play as Obama. You can uh, make your president into the game, and we'll see who wins. I look, I'm making Bill Clinton. You're not about to beat me if I'm playing as Bill Clinton. Boy, I'll beat you with Pablo Sanchez. Only Bill Clinton doesn't have a shirt on, and he plays saxophone in between. Plays. <laughs> What is it? Historical restoration? (laughs) Historical facts? What in the Arsenio Hall? (laughs) Anyway. um, Jesus. uh, 
Yeah, so the NBA is actually partnered with Take-Two. Take-Two Interactive, if you don't know, is the parent company 2K. They also happen to own, if you don't know this, they own GTA. Like, Take-Two Interactive owns Rockstar. They own GTA. So that company is kind of, they just do whatever they want over there. Apparently, they do what they want so much that the NBA is officially partnered with them. Here's the thing. The NBA can't, for some reason, the NBA either can't buy them out or doesn't have enough money to. I, I don't. I can't decide if they have enough power or not enough money, or they just didn't allow it. Take Two is partnering with the NBA to sponsor the NBA Esports League. So esports teams are going to be owned by professional NBA teams, and they're going to have a season-long tournament, 52 games, very similar to the actual NBA. There's going to be a championship. There's going to be Eastern and Western conferences. There's going to be divisions. The winners are going to win. They're going to play on national TV. Um, this is huge news, huge, 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 huge news for esports gaming, particularly the like sports games. There hasn't been anything this significant since the MLB partnered with um, MLB The Show to sponsor a $1 million perfect pitch tournament. And they did that two years in a row, and then people got really good, and they started having to give them a million dollars pretty often, and they stopped doing that. Um, uh, so yeah, it's uh, really really awesome for um, gamers. If you're into 2K and you're, you feel like you're good enough, good luck. Get into the tournament, but it also just gives a lot of exposure to the game. Not to mention that the NBA um, and 2K have gotten this really really close partnership where sometimes they'll do re-dramatizations of games and instead of just showing footage which they own, they'll show it in the 2K version. Like Paul 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 uh, George had his shoes revealed in 2k and then they came out in real life and if you bought it if you if you're one of the first thousand people to bought the shoe it came with this 2k character in the shoe so it just shows like what quality does so ea step your game up let's get a good basketball game out here we know you're doing dope things in fifa but what you're doing on the court though um and lastly well second to last um overwatch one dice awards game of the year no surprise there Overwatch is an amazing game we play it kind of sort of um we played it heavily when it first came out we just got entirely too busy and overwatch is one of those games you can dip in and dip out but to really get good you kind of have to stay consistent and we just don't have the time to do that with our busy schedules life and like trying to build the podcast but you know maybe when we have time to stream more often this summer we'll uh, 16 you can do it when you're 16 you can do it so peep uh jimmy's tweets um, because he's always streaming Overwatch on our channel or his personal channel. We're going to be dual streaming later today, so keep an eye out for that. Twitch.tv backslash even more about nothing. But here's the big doozy. Dropped 48 minutes ago. Like, this is hot off the press. Good old Target. Then made a oopsies. Usually we expect this from Amazon France because they don't know how to keep their mouth shut over there. <laughs> They've literally, like, revealed 19 different games the last year. It was terrible. Um... Middle Earth Shadow Mordor has apparently had its sequel leaked. Not just like a cover art, literally. The date and everything. Supposedly, allegedly, the game is going to be releasing August 22nd. It's called Middle Earth Shadow of War and something else. And it continues the story from the first game. It has the same nemesis system. It revealed the DLC and everything. So this seems as legit as it's going to get. Um... We anticipate and, and, and Target's no company to sniff at too. Yeah, and it's already been taken down. You so Walmart? No, no, Target. No, no. Um, so, okay. yeah, <laughs> I, I assume this was going to be revealed at E3. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> um, so that's out there. So, 
Shadow Mordor was one of those games that was severely slept on, and then it came out, and everybody was like, oh, what, 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 is, what is this? And I'm like, shut up. I tried to tell you the game was dope. Now you know. But that's pretty much the wrap-up for the games. Like I said, keep, a, keep your eye out on our Twitter and our Facebook page for um, links to our streams when we go live. Um, in a couple hours, we'll be dual streaming. We'll definitely get it. Uh, if you're interested, we're going to be dual streaming. Um, you, by the time this is out, you're going to hear it. Uh, keep an eye out for like the archived video from our dual stream, which will be a little bit of the Ghost Recon beta and um, a little bit of some other game, probably Destiny, maybe some Overwatch. We'll see. But um, yeah, twitch.tv backslash even more about nothing. Um, and then you wanted to talk about these last two things. So Rafiki, you want to kick off the bomb thing and then Mateo want to finish off with the Star Wars thing? Yeah. All right, All cool. Right. Let's do this. Um, we won't get into too much rumors speculations but if you haven't heard the rumor is right now that some people are wanting michael fassbender to potentially play the new james bond false i think they spent ultras elberon it's a I D R I S E L O B A. see the thing is like they're both actors that I can see in the role. Yeah, I can see Fast, that. Fassbender is—he's pretty uh, unique. Like I didn't really pay much attention to him. Like I saw him when they were like rebooting the X Men franchise, oh. and like watching him. But then when I was in Chicago two weeks ago, I was watching the Steve Jobs uh, movie okay. with Michael Fassbender, and honestly, like his acting capacity, like I could see him he's being a, a really good James Bond, like. Maybe not Daniel Craig. <laughs> nope. But he would be well, a... He, I think he'd be a maybe good... not Sean Connery. Oh. Yeah, but I think he would be a really good James Bond. Rev? Oh, uh, no, Bond. I think I think he can... Like, he's British. In case you didn't know, he is British. I think he's British-German, something like that. So, um, he can do some action. And I think, like, if he's young-ish... 30s. So, yeah, 30s, you, can, you, can, you can probably get a solid, yeah, obviously, solid, solid two to three way. films minimum. Yeah. But, he's, but, like, you also have to realize, like, I don't know in terms of, like, how many films they can do, but he's pretty active, like, on the acting scene. Like, I didn't realize. Yeah, like, but, like, you just... I mean, I mean, Daniel Craig isn't necessarily super active, but yeah, it was, like, every was other somewhere. year. I, I, was he... No, I'm not talking, was like... Was he active before? See, because, obviously, taking the Bond rule, like... It's severely... Pushes out other... Films and also like I don't know where they're going in terms of like the X Men franchise if they're gonna like true. recast it as well. What other? But it seems like well we're getting two X Men films. Uh, really? Yeah, him, him, and Tom Hardy are in Band of Brothers. Oh, there's so many people in Band of Brothers. It's like Simon Pegg's in Band of Brothers. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Watch that show and like you'll see, like this. <laughs> Still, there's, there's a lot of projects. Um, as far as both guys that we've mentioned, I'm 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 okay with. I don't have a problem to get our first black James Bond up in here. That would be iconic. I'd be I'd be ready for that. It's about time. It's overdue. At this point, it's 2017. We should have been having first black anything. At this point. You're not wrong. Anyway, moving on. Um, yeah, so... Uh, be in the film industry. Yeah. The other thing is, I am so happy to say 
we are going back to our roots. We are getting the unedited, or I should say not remastered, non-remastered original trilogy for... Non-remastered, remastered. Yeah. Well, so... So, <laughs> so remastered, unedited, unedited remastered. Rem yeah. Remastered yeah. for the original trilogy of... Star Wars. So we are finally getting what we deserved in the first place, Han shot first. And we also... Are they still? They're still gonna keep those CG like uh, mm -mm. those. They're mm -mm. not. Mm -mm. What? Oh, praise the Lord. Okay. So if you, if you, there was a, there was huge outrage when um, George Lucas six. episode six. Okay. Lucas went I know what hating. you're talking. Yeah. When they, when they, they, they the superimposed particularly yeah. uh, Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen as yes. Okay. That. So that's going away. Yeah. Yeah. Because so the old, I had. Uh, my family owns, like, you know, the DVD set for Star Wars, and it had both, like, the theatrical and the... Remastered. Re and the, yeah, remastered. Or the, and the new edited. And, like, yeah, the old one had, like, the old people, mm -hmm. the theatrical. So I've seen it, like, once. So I'm excited for it. It, uh... A lot of people, I'm sure, go around and they may see shirts that say, uh, like, I remember an episode... The very first episode that we see in season one of The Flash, where we get Pied Piper, uh, in the flashback, Cisco wrote, like, wore the shirt, keep calm, and Han shot first. I know there are a lot of people, probably today's day and age, younger people that are just like, wait, what? Han shot first? What does that even mean? Y'all don't know about the original trilogies. Catch us back in the 70s. How about that? Mm. <laughs> Anyways, I'm excited for it. I don't know about you guys, because it is extremely hard to, without the right price, to find the like original. original original trilogy, like the one that wasn't remastered. Like today, it is very hard to find it. Until now, it's coming out. We deserved it. Do we have a release date on that? <laughs> nah, this is like they just announcing that they're kind of sort of thinking about it. Yeah. Oh man. So we don't. The other thing, completely unrelated, and this is also gonna hop into our recommendations for the first time, pretty much ever. Yeah, for the first time ever, we are getting El Clasico in the United States. If you guys don't know what El Clasico is, for all you soccer buffs out there, you guys are probably excited. Uh, Real Madrid versus Barcelona in the States. In Miami. When? July 29th. You want to go? Boy. <laughs> like, as soon as that happened, my, my dude Matt texted me. He's like, dude, El Clasico, Miami, July 29th. It's like, you ain't even got to say <laughs> We going. <laughs> so, tickets. We don't, we don't know yet. We just know that it's probably not going to be cheap but it's going to be so worth it and we have a friend that lives in Miami so we might be able to crash at his house anyways so I'm excited for that recommendations watch soccer specifically Barcelona because them boys in Madrid are trash anyways that's the one team that's the one club I'm like yeah anyway and since I'm already here I'm just going to throw in my recommendation as well. If you're in Kansas City, 
Go to Town Topic Hamburgers. Dope food. The one on 20th and Broadway is 24 hours. They got pie. They got pie. That's all you can really ask from a diner. Fresh pie, but they have in like this little incubator that sits in front of you, like back on the shelf. It's pretty small. And apparently on the weekends, anytime from like the start of early evening to 5 a.m., it's just packed. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want good food, if you like pie, if you're American, go to Town Topic. Or you just like food, period. Right. Also, another recommendation, Taylor Bennett just came out with a project, Chance uh, the Rapper's Younger Brother, Restoration of an American Idol. Uh, pretty pretty dope. Good. Like, I've been having it on repeat. So, yeah. Timmy Tonga, what's your recommendation you got? Uh, on the other side of music, in like the blues singer-songwriter world, John Mayer, uh, for those who don't know, he's back at it again. He is touring this year, and I am going. Uh, he's been doing... He's been releasing music differently. He's doing it in waves. So his album's called The Search for Everything, and he's going to be releasing four songs a month for the rest of the year. And the first wave came out in January, which is amazing. The second wave just came out, uh, I believe it was thir- late Thursday, early Friday. It was absolutely amazing. So go check that out. I've been really enjoying it Wait, wait, it you lot. said four songs every month for the rest of the year? Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Cool. Dude, Future put out two albums in two weeks. There's stock of him doing a third one. And then one. Gucci Mane once he came out of prison. <laughs> yeah. Listen. Listen, I thought three albums in three months was a lot. Two albums in two weeks? Supposedly it's going to be three albums in three weeks? Ugh, that's a lot of work. Um, so, Rafiki, you got any recommendations? If you're in the Kansas City area or near the Kansas City area, come to KnockCon. Uh, we will be... Actually, yeah, we have... We're, we're hoping in the works... Some, some you know, mini blogs of our, our life of, of different events. Probably vlogs on my side. I probably, I don't, I don't blog. I try to blog. I said blog. I said blog. You said blogs? Okay, I said cool. blog. I did not say blog. I, writing is. If any of y'all are blogging, you're dropped from the pot. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Reverend, you got anything for us? Um, oh, I'll pitch Gintama, show I'm actually watching currently. It's in its supposedly last season. Um, unless it goes over Brett Favre uh, <laughs> it's like possible so apparently Crunchyroll dubbed some the last uh, season 3 so uh, yeah, they've been like they may have dubbed it a little bit too literal but the show is what three, over 300 episodes very episodic for part of it but now it's getting to like a final like conflict uh, where a story starts to take place like where like you know the probably the final villain okay. and like they're about to bite him at some point so. right. that makes sense well my recommendations are pretty simple Horizon Zero Dawn my boy my cousin Jadena he's not really my cousin but he's Nigerian so I might as well be um, <laughs> dropped a dope album called The Chief he was on. He was on. He was on. He's been on. He's been on Jimmy Fallon. He was on Luke All-Star Cage. Game. He was at the All Star yeah. Game. He's been doing a lot of dope roots. stuff. He's yeah. been doing a lot of dope stuff. So check out Jadena. If you, he did Classic Man. Yeah. He did the that song was, Classic. I'm a classic, classic man. man. Yeah. He finally dropped his album. It's called The Chief. It's really good. If you're Nigerian, there's a lot of good references in there. So you definitely know some some of the colloquial terms in there. Um, 
if you're not Nigerian, just listen to it to see what crazy Nigerian uncle sound like. Um, yes, that man, those sayings that that uncle is saying in the album, real things that actual nine. I have actually heard some of those things said, and I'm just like, this is, this is, this is hilarious. Um, but great, great album, very, very um, wide soundscape. Um, it's definitely got some hard East Coast raps. It's got some West Coast gaps. It's got a little bit of Caribbean influence. You can definitely tell there's some like African bongo drums going on. There's a little bit of Jamaican um, reggaeton. Not reggaeton. There's uh, reggae tones in there. Not reggaeton, because reggaeton and reggaeton. Tones are two different things. Two very, very, very different things. Very different things. Um, so um, go check out that album. Game Wise, please, for the love of all things sane, check out Neil. Um, but that game is difficult as heck. <laughs> I tried to tell him he didn't want to listen to me. I played for five minutes and I quit. <laughs> <laughs> the game is so much fun though. Um, have some blast with that. I'll be playing yep, that. Same. Uh, I'll be playing that until Mass Effect comes out. I'll be perfectly honest. Um, I'm gonna let well, I'm gonna let Horizon sit for a little bit because if I start playing that now, I'm gonna fail. I can't afford that. So I'm gonna let it sit for a little bit. Mass Effect's gonna come out. After spring break, which is annoying. Actually, I'll probably play her. I'll beat Horizon over spring break. I got time. Um, but today, oh, yo, yo, make time. Today, I got time, cuz. Um, no, so go check out Nia. That game is amazing. They just dropped some free DLC because they hit a million sold. Um, you can reach us multiple, multiple, multiple places. Uh, Matei, want to give them the links where they can find us? Yeah, if I remember them. Huh? I'm just kidding. Anyways, you can find us on Facebook, even more about nothing. You can find us on Twitter. I believe that is... E-Man Podcast 1. E-Man Podcast 1. Uh, do we use Instagram a lot? We have one. We don't really use it. We will well, soon. Actually, we will. Starting real soon. With, well, just know we're starting soon. I won't <laughs> say when, but... So, that is coming up soon. That is also at E-Man Podcast 1. I believe so. Yes. And then the Snapchat is also there, which will be used at NakaCon. E-Man P1. Yeah. That's going to be used at NakaCon, so a lot of videos. So peep the rave videos. It was going to be fun. Yeah. And we also have our Twitch and stuff. Caleb, you want to go ahead? Twitch.tv backslash even more about nothing. Um, dual stream is going to be up by the time you see this. Um, one thing we're going to start doing is we're going to try and figure out a way how to not only dual stream, uh, I post our dual streams to Twitch, but from there, go to YouTube Live and Facebook Live all at the same time. So we're figuring out the logistics. Um, like I said, a lot of, lot of, lot of wheels in motion on this side. Um, we appreciate you being patient with us. As we always say, it's a podcast that would have not really happened without your support. We were having these conversations anyway. We decided to turn on the microphone. You decided to listen. We don't really know why, but we greatly appreciate you. My name has been Mookie. This is Timmy Tonga. This is Mateo. Be honored to be joined by the Honorable Reverend. This is Rafiki. For all the Chinese listeners out there, yes, yeah. Thank you. Hold on. Hold on. Before we officially sign out, I just want to say, what an internet sensation! <laughs> Before this gets any out of hand, we appreciate you. We don't know why you listen, but we do. As far as this podcast, it is. Wait a minute, I got another one. What in comic book frustration? <laughs> it has been a pleasure to serve you. Can this episode is... be called even more about one tarnation? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good night and so long. <laughs>